Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the second episode of Mind Mash, a mashup of insights on consciousness, mindfulness, thoughts, and behavior. This episode is powered by Shivaham Info Solutions LLP and MindMast.co. I salute all and I salute the awesome within all. I am very grateful to all of you who have followed and loved the podcast, thus making it to the Apple Podcast charts at a peak position of number 24 in the mental health category. This is your episode Live with Love, Live without Fear, and I am your host Piyush. Let's get started. to continue our conversation about mindfulness and how it can lead to better communities and choice of love over fear we all want to be visible valued and accepted but that being said you have to be willing to offer the same thing in return isn't it people are looking for greater peace through mindfulness there is a direct interconnection between what's going on inside of us and the world around us and that's where mindfulness comes in so what is mindfulness as we spoke in the last episode mindfulness is defined as bringing your attention to the present moment and recognizing your thoughts emotions and reactions that are going on in that very moment in a non-judgmental way in this way mindfulness is like a global sensor that tells us how we are doing in the world and how we are responding to it We are also talking about how much positivity it can bring to other people's lives. Mahatma Gandhi has a truly powerful quote and it says, "We think that our enemy is hate, but in reality, our enemy is fear." Yes, fear is what we need to talk about. Fear is a natural part of the human experience that can develop in the brain and within ourselves. We are born into this world and we have a whole bunch of senses when we come into this world. These include hearing words, touching different surfaces, seeing things, smelling things too. And as we become adults, all of the information that we take in from the surroundings is absorbed into us. That comes from all kinds of places, movies, social media, books. It also comes from the things people say. I mean, over the course of our lifetime, our brain is constantly absorbing information. When you process all of the information in the world, and unconsciously filter it eventually you will develop an idea which is called as implicit bias so what is implicit bias implicit bias is nothing but subconscious bias it's a bias in our judgment behavior or action that is unknown to us and it is usually unintentional it's ingrained deep into the programming and it's a part of ourselves that we never acknowledge Over time natural selection has resulted in the brains of developing implicit bias. This has helped us by determining who we want to be friends with or who we want to fight against. Being able to tell people apart was the important part of our survival. This was demonstrated by our need to develop implicit biases. 
we had to survive every day and operating without prejudices would have been too risky as an approach that's why we should try to understand and combat implicit bias as we build a better world today so let's talk about implicit bias and uh, let's talk about fear the concept of fear and one thing i would like to see is fear begins and ends in the brain so implicit bias is often connected to things such as fear because when these forces are interconnected then it can affect how we think and the way we interact with people around us let's talk about the fear of response yes everybody has encountered this specific feeling the fear of response what happens is as an emotion fear begins and ends in your mind and it just happens it's the subconscious and we don't think about it and depending upon your individual sensitivity to stimuli that's how this entire fear of circuits really happens one thing you should know about how the brain perceive fear is that it's all relative to the environment that you live in when you grow up in a different setting your perspective on what triggers fear is going to be vastly different what we perceive to be fearful is different depending on how we are subconsciously coded however one thing that almost all people can agree on is when you see a spider or a lizard or some creepy crawly insect so let's use spider as an example and let's see what happens in our brain oh my god there's the spider what are your first thoughts your brain takes in all of that information and it just happens because there's that spider it's something that your body does not something you have to think about first and that is because the brain is doing its job with its primitive mechanisms known as low road fear response all of that sensory information goes into our amygdala the amygdala is the storage place for all of our fear memories which is where the neuro circuitry for biases lives amygdala responds to fear and generates a response that includes maybe quickening of the heart rate augmented strength and increased awareness of one's surroundings this in layman's term is known as fight or flight response and that's why there is a sudden release of adrenaline in your body but there is also a third response which can cause you to have a fight or a panic response which is also known as a freeze response so you have fight flight or freeze and that's all your body does at the same time there is also a high road response the high road response occurs simultaneously but involves deeper information processing it asks some deeper questions like are we all taken for a ride should we be scared or should we not be scared is it the time for me to run for my life or is it the time to calm down and respond whenever something scary happens it's not unusual for our brain to make us focus on the negative in this case it is the part of our brain that jars us with the past held fears and prejudices research tells us that different parts of our brain are activated when we look at different faces depending upon the face which is there in front of you your brain can activate to a different degree how interesting right your fear response can be amplified accordingly some of the most insidious biases are those which people don't even realize they have we know that implicit biases can seep into relationship between doctors and patients as well as courtroom proceedings that's how important implicit biases are it can do a lot of damage without you even realizing it and for this reason 
it's worth taking time to understand what the effects are it's easy to see why a lot of people in the current climate want to be careful about what they say one of the most visible examples of this has been seen with the law enforcement where bias plays an enormous role the problem is that we don't need implicit bias training that then deals with an overreaction problem it was at that point in time that the implicit bias was being overstimulated these biases are a deep part of the system and it just happened to manifest itself at that exact moment of course this is something that's going to be activated in different levels of each of us so let's do a mindful exercise uh, let's understand something practically and what you are going to do is just focus on your breath okay so when we feel afraid we have the power to not let it hinder us the coding cannot be changed in your brain but the actions can you can control your thoughts after a triggered event and that is where you pick up the right choice do you want love or do you want fear so we are going to do a mindful exercise and we are just going to observe one thing okay when whenever you scroll through social media and see your friends families communities uh, any unknown person for that matter it can be exciting to see the posts but as you are looking through these images i want you to check in within yourself and that is what mindfulness is all about it's about you know not just observing what the thoughts are but also acknowledging how they are sometimes it's hard to know what we are thinking or feeling and sometimes you don't even realize the thought or feeling until it's too late let's go back to the images and as you're going through those images of some unknown celebrity unknown person your friends your families relatives etc whoever they are i need you to check with yourself i need you to be mindful i want you to pay attention and just observe because sooner or later you are going to have a response all you have is an image in front of you but i guarantee that depending on the image that you are seeing and your own internal coding in your subconscious mind your reactions are going to be different the brain can guess what's missing and when it doesn't have all that information and what it does it's just start guessing and do you know how it's guessing what data the brain or the mind is using so just remember what the data we were talking about before right the observations the judgments the social media things that you read on and so on and so forth this all becomes the part of your coding of your subconscious mind the implicit bias and it's part of being human implicit biases also influence the idea of perceived relatedness this is the mind's ability to project how much they like you even if this assessment is just a gut reaction it can have an impact on how well you interact with someone you might have observed this it could be any gender social economic status profession race anything your mind unconsciously decides in those moments and in within seconds it has to decide and it decides is this person like me or is he not like me the more related to someone we are the more compassionate and empathetic we can be it's like your brain can interfere with your heart strings isn't it interesting so you can be more compassionate and kind and empathetic depending upon how your brain and your mind perceives your relatedness to others if you have these things in your life you can build trust in other people and that's how people begin to atone for the wrongs done in the history 
and that's how we start restoring the trust so when we talked about the neuro circuit before when we are talking about how fear works you need to look at that higher level processing it's where you get to ask those deeper questions most of us don't think about these deeper mysteries that's because we either haven't chosen to be mindful and ask questions or we are not just paying attention or we have just decided to be stop caring about it so what can we do what can we do to disempower these neuro circuits of bias all you need to do is you will need to be more mindful of the people around you and actively choose to expose yourself to those who are different than you this can be in any aspect such as age gender socioeconomic status or whatever your relatedness is it's also about forming deeper connections not just you know surface level ones sometimes when you are able to bring someone in your inner circle and make them one of the group it enhances the sense of relatedness to you which equates to a higher level of perceived similarity and that means making someone feel like they are important part of your life it also means that you look at somebody and try to see the whole person and not just the surface information and this way you will be able to understand how they tick or what made them who they are today it is important to respect and value them because by you caring to look deeper you are making a little difference in the world you are being proactive and doing something that wouldn't have been possible otherwise we are finally starting to see how powerful implicit bias is and all the ways it can unfortunately affect our lives over the last few decades we have been tackling the issue from neurological perspective and it turns out that the problem was never addressed the root cause is actually in your mind by making people aware of implicit bias we can make a great difference and the only way you can do it is by simply being aware you are never going to be able to change everything all at once you have to take your time and practice this means even in the smallest moments make sure that you are being mindful of what is happening around you i think it's the best opportunity to get your mind in check so when you are going through your day be mindful it's really important to recognize and understand the judgments you hold about people maybe it's a step you took right now maybe it's a place you visited maybe it's that's always been there in your mind and in that very moment you will stop and will start to process at a higher level this is an acronym we often use in mindfulness the acronym for stop s stands for stop t stands for take a breath o is to observe and p is to proceed so you stop take a breath observe and proceed is the moments in life where you can fully embrace your personality and qualities that will get you to the next level if you want to you can be honest with yourself and decide what's best for you so that means checking in with your thoughts your emotions and your reactions you would be observing without judgment and attempt to act differently many of us believe that we are objective but if we think about our minds then no matter what they still have their own biases in those pivotal moments of life you will always have a choice you can either choose fear or choose love and i hope that the choice you make is the latter breathe and be mindful i salute all and i salute the awesome within all
This is Piyush on MindMast, powered by Shivom Info Solutions LLP and MindMast.co. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you like it, please share it around, post it on social media, or rate it and review the show. To catch from the latest from me, you could follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and visit our website. Everywhere, it's the same. MindMast.co. Let's unravel the mysteries of mind.